everyone. Welcome back to the E-Town Sped Podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host for this week's podcast. I'm currently in the graduate program at Elizabethtown College to receive my master's degree in special education. I also have an undergraduate degree in early childhood education, a teaching English to students of other languages certificate, and a Spanish minor. On this episode of the Elizabethtown College Special Education Program podcast, I will be talking to you about Down Syndrome. October is Down Syndrome Awareness Month, so as a group, our podcast team decided that it would be perfect to highlight the disorder on our podcast this fall. First on the podcast, I will be explaining what Down Syndrome is, then I will be recapping an interview with a local mom of a girl with Down Syndrome. For those who might not be familiar with Down syndrome, it's a genetic disorder that affects the 21st chromosome. It's caused by abnormal cell division, which results in the presence of all or a part of a third copy of chromosome 21. Essentially, it's due to the presence of an extra chromosome. The medical term to describe having an extra copy of a chromosome is trisomy. Thus, Down syndrome is often referred to as trisomy 21. Trisomy meaning an extra copy and 21 indicating on which chromosome, the 21st. This extra copy changes how an individual with Down syndrome's body and brain develop, which can cause both mental and physical challenges for the individual as they age. Down syndrome is usually associated with mild to moderate intellectual disability, physical growth delays, and characteristic facial features. Many individuals with Down syndrome also experience adverse health effects, such as heart defects, eye diseases, and hearing loss. Some common physical characteristics of individuals with Down syndrome are poor muscle tone, loose joints, eyes that slant upward, curving in the shape of an almond, and smaller hands and feet. Individuals with Down syndrome also tend to be shorter in height as children and adults. Something that a lot of people might not even realize is that there are different forms of Down syndrome that often fall under the umbrella title of Down syndrome, but they're not all the same. In fact, there are three different types of Down syndrome. The first and most common is trisomy 21, which is when each cell in the body has three separate copies of chromosome 21 instead of the usual two copies. The other two types of Down syndrome are far less common, but they're so important to acknowledge so that as a community, we can learn about them and be more aware of their distinct characteristics. The next type of Down syndrome is translocation Down syndrome, which occurs when an extra part or a whole extra chromosome 21 is present, but it is attached or translocated to a different chromosome rather than being a separate chromosome 21. The third and least common type of Down syndrome is mosaic Down syndrome. Mosaic means mixture or combination. Individuals with this type of Down syndrome might have some cells with the extra third copy of chromosome 21, and other cells might have the standard or typical two copies of chromosome 21. Individuals with mosaic Down syndrome might not exhibit the common physical features that are typically associated with Down syndrome, since only some of their cells have the extra third copy of chromosome 21. Just to review, there are three different types of Down syndrome, trisomy, translocation, and mosaic, and they are all different. One of the resources used to compile the information about Down syndrome was the CDC's government website, 
So if you're interested in learning more, definitely check it out at www.cdc.gov. In this section of the podcast, you'll hear a recap of an interview that I conducted with a local mother who spoke about her child with Down syndrome. To protect the privacy of the interviewees in this next segment, I have chosen to solely use the mother's first name, Eileen, and her daughter's first initial, Kay. About five years ago, I met Kay and her mother the first day that I started volunteering at a local camp for individuals with intellectual, developmental, and physical disabilities. Kay and I met each other at the camp bus stop. That summer, we sat next to each other on the bus just about every day to and from camp, and the two of us really bonded. We've been close friends ever since. We also live really close to one another, so we get to see each other quite a lot when I'm home from college, which is awesome. I would say that our favorite thing to do together is going out to get pizza and ice cream. We also love to jam out to some fun music in the car while we're headed to wherever we might be going. My friendship with Kay is amazing. We both support each other a lot. Kay cheers at her school, so when I'm home for break, I love to see her cheer. She has also been a huge supporter of mine, coming to sports games and being there for special events in my life. She truly is such an important person in my life that I might not have ever met if we weren't on that same campus. I am so grateful for that to this day. Her and her family are near and dear to my heart. Therefore, I'm really excited to highlight them and their experiences on the podcast today. Something super special about Kay is that she is a twin and both her and her sister were adopted. Before Kay and her twin sister were adopted, their family didn't know much about Down syndrome. They had a basic idea, but never knew about the other health issues that exist with the disorder. Today, they're quite knowledgeable, and Kay is so loved and supported by her family. Kay enjoys listening to music, copying song lyrics, drawing, and hanging out with friends. One of Kay's greatest strengths, as shared by her mother, is her empathy. She has an innate ability to understand what others are feeling. She just knows when someone needs a hug or if they're excited about something. Kay and her sister share a very special bond. Kay has Down syndrome and her sister is neurotypical. Kay idolizes her sister and her sister cares deeply about Kay. As their mother said, their relationship is just like any relationship between sisters. Kay's sister is her worst tormentor and fiercest protector. Her sister has even ended friendships with people who she thought were mean or disrespectful to Kay. When asked what is something that you wish people knew about Kay, her mother responded by saying she's a person first. Just because she has Down syndrome doesn't mean she's any less human. She has feelings just like everyone else. She's not a pet or a project. You can't pay attention to her and then just walk away when you want to. She has personal space just like everyone else, and that personal space is to be respected. Kay's mother also expressed the importance of people first language. For example, the girl with Down syndrome, the boy who is blind not the Down syndrome girl, the blind boy. Eileen also addressed a common stereotype of people with Down syndrome by explaining that individuals with Down syndrome are not always happy. Kay gets sad and angry just like anyone else. (music) 
I love how Kay's mother brought up the stereotypical thinking that individuals with Down syndrome are always happy. I think that's such an important point that she made because I feel like so many people have stereotypes of all different types of individuals. And that's all they really are. They're stereotypes. They do not necessarily fit every person who identifies in that same way or in a similar way. And I feel as if it's our job as people to spread that awareness and to eliminate these untrue stereotypes. In this next section, I asked Eileen about Kay's schooling experiences, what motivates her, and her hopes for Kay in the future. At her school, Kay is involved in a vocation program where she gets to go out every day to a job site to practice job skills. When she's physically at school, Kay receives OT and speech services. She's motivated by positive praise, ranging from high fives to simple compliments. Eileen hopes that her daughter Kay will be able to have a job, friends, and a social life in the future. Eileen also shared with me that she's hoping to start a program where the participants enjoy an activity and then go someplace else for a social time. Very much like adults playing a sport and everyone going to a local restaurant afterwards to hang out. In my opinion, it's such an incredible idea and I really can't wait to see it happen. I think that Having a program like that is such a big step in the right direction for inclusion of individuals with special needs in our workforce. That's just about all I have for today. But before I finish up, I wanted to thank Eileen on behalf of myself and my classmates for sharing her thoughts and experiences with us. If you're interested in learning more about Down syndrome, some additional resources to check out are the Down Syndrome Research Foundation, Global Down Syndrome Foundation, National Association for Down Syndrome, and the National Down Syndrome Society. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for another great podcast.